Hey all, this is Mike Huntone and we need to talk about the Oscars. We are this is a podcast of three friends, three movie fans and three movie podcasters here to dig into 2023's Oscar nominations for the 95th Academy Awards. So, I want to introduce my friends that are joining me here to dig into our favorite award show of the season on our favorite thing. Uh so let me start with uh first my friend Jackie um so (laughs) i'm jack mcgriff i am a photographer and the co-founder producer and director for our voices project um i also uh, as part of our voices project i'm also the host um of representation in cinema which gets into how black brown and indigenous people are portrayed in films and we take a critical look at that um so i'm really excited to talk about uh best supporting actors and actresses Beautiful, wonderful. And my other partner in this show and friend here is uh, the genius, Jason Bills. Um, I'm humbled. Uh, I just, uh, <laughs> after Jackie, I feel like I should have gone first. <laughs> that is, uh, <laughs> I don't have much to offer other than uh, I'm a huge movie fan. Uh, Jackie and Mike and I saw The Whale this past weekend. And the things uh, that stuck out that you said, Jackie, you, you said, um, the Oscars are my Super Bowl, and that's how I always felt as a kid. Like it was huge, big deal to me. So, um, Mike, you had kind of floated this out there, and and I'm just happy to to be along. So, thank thank you both, and I'm so excited to talk about the Oscars. I feel like they're sort of not really, you know, as culturally exciting or important as they used to be. But you know, I got my little like, you know, I I still have my you know emotions wrapped up in it. So uh, I'm glad we're here to talk about it. Yes, yes, agreed. So. Jason and I, as I called him the genius, have a martial arts movie podcast that we do, Punches and Popcorn, that we had Jackie on previously to talk about one of our favorite movies, The Raid, uh, featuring one of our favorite movie stars, Iko Uwes. So, uh, but again, we're just three friends who love talking about movies, are super Oscar nerds. So if you're listening, then maybe you're an Oscar nerd with us, and we want you to celebrate that. So uh, we're going to go through... Out the course of this limited series, we're going to go through all the nominees for the 2023 Academy Awards and talk about you know, our thoughts on the nominees, uh, who we think should win, who got missed, and all that good stuff. So, uh, but without, I'll end my blathering on here and we'll jump into it. So, we're starting as I feel like the ceremony usually starts with the supporting actor and actress roles. Uh, so, we're going to cover both of those tonight. And I think just by luck of the draw, we are going to start with the first category, uh, best actor in a supporting role. So uh, guys, if it's good with you, I'll go through the nominees just briefly. And then we'll, oh, actually, (laughs) I want to remember first for this category to set the stage and where we're coming from before we get to the nominees. Let's acknowledge last year, the 2022 winner for best actor in a supporting role was Troy Kotsur from the Best Picture winning CODA, which I believe, right, he was the first deaf actor yeah. to win an award, yeah. right? so, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Love that role. That was a great role. So I, I was yeah, happy. Absolutely. You both happy yeah. with that? Yeah. That win? This was a yeah. good win? I thought he, I thought he deserved it. Killed it. Yes. Yeah, we, right, we should cool. see him, like, giving out the award, too, I think. Usually the, the prior year winner uh, gives out the award for. Yeah. So hopefully we get to Ooh. see him again. Yes, yeah. yes, I'll be on the lookout. Nice. 
All right. So, Troy, again, congratulations. Love that performance. But for this year's nominees, uh, first, we have Brendan Gleeson from the Banshees of Inisharan. This is somehow Brendan Gleeson's first nomination, even though he has a long, long career uh, in film and television, going back to Braveheart. Many of us recognize him as Mad-Eye Moody from the Harry Potter series and uh, his previous partnering with Colin Farrell and the uh, great in Bruges by this same director. Uh, next, we have uh, Brian Tyree Henry from Causeway, uh, who many of us recognize as Paperboy from Atlanta, one of the best yes. shows on TV. Uh, this is Brian's first nomination and also recognizable from another movie I know me and Jackie absolutely love. He did the voice of Jefferson Davis in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, mm. yes, he was. He was a dad. Um, yes. And also, for anyone who's watched this on Netflix recently, I saw it in theaters, but he was also um, in Bullet Train. And, oh, oh, yes. Yes, and he oh. was. he had a British accent um in that role which made me believe he was british i don't know i don't have a ear for <laughs> you know that, know, there was American. a lot of criticism about the accent and i was just like it sounded right to me i don't know <laughs> but it was but he was so so good and he's i mean he's good in everything he does but yeah he's so good in everything yeah yes agreed agreed uh our next nominee is Judd Hirsch from the the Fablemans this is his second nomination and i think i saw so his first nomination was for Ordinary People, I believe, that came out in yep. 1980. And mm -hmm. this is the longest the longest length, the longest time period between mm -hmm. a first and not second nomination ever. Mm -hmm. So cool. Um, he's also really recognizable from uh, from Taxi, if anybody watched that show back in the day, or on Independence Day, too. And Independence yeah. Day, yep. Oh, yeah. And was in the uh, Unforgettable, and I don't know if I could ever watch it again, Uncut Gems. Uh, oh, that's right. That I forgot. <laughs> but yeah, Judd Hirsch, really recognizable. Um, and another character that's very recognizable and who or another actor, uh, another one of our nominees that seems like he's been in everything lately is Barry Cogan, also nominated for The Banshees of Inisharan. This is also his first nomination, but some of the movies you might recognize him from are uh, 71, Dunkirk, Killing of a Sacred Deer, Eternals, and a lot more. It seems like he's in been in everything these past couple of years. He's, he's and the Batman called, too. Yeah. Oh, and the um, Batman. Yep. And um, the American Animals. American That's animals. a good movie. Wild. Wild. Yes. Absolutely wild. Um, yeah. Plays a not right creepy character in that. So kudos to Barry. Um, <laughs> he's also, I didn't know that it was possible for him. And we have two small... Eternals nominated here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Brian, I, I left that out with. Yes. And also he was, he had a small part in the Green Knight. Um, yes, yes, that's, that's right. right. Yep. yep. Another uh, film that got snubbed. We won't talk about it. Um, uh, <laughs> we should talk about it. Yes. We also, should, the, we should also... talk about this is a, a pro Eternals podcast. We're all, we're all yeah. fans, I think, or. This I two you, or three. You both have I I is admittedly I was a little bored by it, but I was watching it late, <sighs> so I will give it another chance. If Jackie and Jay tell me it's good and worth rewatching, that's all the recommendation I need. So 
Thanks I'll rewatch it. We'll, we'll revisit oh, yeah. this maybe on the next episode. Because uh, yeah. I think there's there's a number of Eternals connections across mm-hmm. uh, nominees like throughout the Oscars. So I'm sure it'll come up again and maybe I will have been converted and whoever is listening to this will hear this journey of Mike and the Eternals for whatever reason. But yes, there's, lots hope. Of there's, there's hope for you, Mike. <laughs> and of course, we can't leave out our final nominee. Uh, and I think just the most wonderful, Hui Kwan. From everything, everywhere, all at once. Many of us, this is his first nomination. Uh, many of us first saw him at a much younger age at the un- as the unforgettable short round. Um, who This movie kind of marked his return after he had a few child roles, I think, right? And this was really his return to film. And, yeah. and man, did yeah. he return. After he saw Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, right? That's what yes, inspired him. Right. Like, maybe I should That's get into it. this again. Which is so, like heartwarming and also sad and right exactly yeah happy to have him back absolutely absolutely Absolutely. so these are our nominees again we got brendan gleason brian tyree henry judd hirsch barry kogan and kehui kwan so what do y'all think about this slate what do you think about these nominees jackie take it okay (laughs) (laughs) uh so I really hope that um I'm oh, sorry, I'm going to butcher the name. I practiced this and still for whatever reason cannot get the name get the name right. So I'm hoping though that uh K I'm gonna what is it? What is it? K Hui Kwan. K Kwan Hui Kwan. K Hui Kwan. Okay. You got it. <sighs> Cause I was like, I'm always, I don't want to be that person. It's like mispronouncing. I hope he, I hope he gets it. Seriously. Yeah. Like he was so, I was watching, I, I saw the film twice in theaters. Um, and so I remember like his performance out of like, I would say all of these, um, like that to me was just like the most heartwarming and touching and like my heart was going out for him. And I was just like, we need to put him in more movies. Like, yeah. ridiculous. Yes. That it took all of this time. Like, come on, Hollywood. Like, it took all this time for him to be like, you know what? Like, oh, I can get parts, you know. Right. Should have never been. Should have never been. In. He should have. He should have had a long career. Um, But he got. He's here now. And the, the role, he just, he just did such an amazing job with it. Oh, yeah. My- yeah, absolutely. Into that, and I just he needs to get. Yeah, it. yeah no, I, I, why I can't. So, you know, because we're all Oscar experts and prognosticators here. So, <laughs> like Oscars love a story, and this is sort of absolutely a story that they can sink their teeth into. I mean, just think about the arc, and also Jackie, what you were saying. Like he is, you know, everything everywhere all at once is completely like a busy movie. He's the mm-hmm. anchor. He's definitely the yes. heart of that movie as much as yes. Michelle Yeoh's amazing Jamie Lee Curtis Stephanie Shu, they're all doing great work but for me he sort of grounds it um you know he is definitely the aching heart of that film which the film really needs um but but also just think about where he started off you know obviously the 80s we yeah. it was a different time back then so he's like data and the goonies and he's short round like you know kind of stereotypical like 
you know, he's, yeah. he's got a camera in the Goonies and, and now he's Very got this so. like gorgeous three dimensional role. And it's just mm-hmm. like in his Golden Globe speech, I don't know if you guys caught it, but like yes. I, I was almost in tears because he I was you know, in he, tears. Yes. I what a speech, tears. right? He just like said everything that like I wasn't thinking, but like he's just like hanging out and then just like the, you know, the directors reach out to him for everything everywhere all at once that the Daniels as yeah. I think they used to be called, but now I think they both have their own individual Daniel name. Um, it just, it was so moving and I'm totally rooting for him. If it's something's wrong, if he doesn't win this. Seriously. Yeah, he was, he was great. And it's interesting. I think in, in that movie to me, like, uh, you know, cause you early on find out about like about the divorce, right. And, mm-hmm. or the pending divorce. And right. I don't know, at least for me, when you see like, a husband is looking for a divorce. Mm -hmm. Like, at least to me, that immediately strikes like, oh, this guy's a jerk. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of surprising. Like, oh, he seems really meek. Like, this is, I'm kind of surprised, but like, oh, he must actually be a real jerk. Mm -hmm. And you're right, but it's such, there's so much depth and you go on such a journey with him. And it's just, it's, you know, everything from, as someone that does a martial arts movie podcast, obviously I was like out of my seat howling when he's doing the fanny pack food. That was amazing. Yes. Right. That yes. was amazing. Yes. We get that, but all the, like the touching uh, man, he has some lines in there, like the, the one, and I'm going to kick myself that I don't, I can't, I can't remember immediately offhand, but the line about like, I would have just been happy doing laundry yes. and taxes with you and oh like oh i I'm just that? thinking i start crying and, you know it, I need it, that it's entire beautiful right there i need that as a feature film like right yes. as an actress and mm-hmm. first and someone was joking on like twitter or whatever like i forget who it was um but they said like when that scene came up they were like oh this man is attractive and i was like listen let's talk about this is a beautiful entire feature because I just he was he was smooth as hell and I was like that's what I that's what I I just I just love that but then also too like who he is you know you know throughout the film is is amazing you know all the songs he's playing and everything like he is the heart of the film and yeah he needs to get that Oscar yeah he's absolutely like do you agree with that are you on board with us this is Mm -hmm. your where your heart is right now Oh, are we like already jumping into like who our picks are for this? I mean, I, I could talk about we it. Can, we can talk, but about it. but yeah. I mean, no, he needs to win it. I, I'm totally okay. with you. He, um, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, we're laying our cards on the table up front. We are. We are. Yeah. But I do but want yeah, to talk about some of the talk other about the rest of them. Too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I definitely bit. want to get back into that. But I just uh, it's oh, he's wonderful. About, yeah, yeah. So what I think, what caught me off guard, Mike, is. You're saying it's is Brendan Gleeson's first um, acting nomination. Like I, I was blown away by that because I've been seeing this yeah. guy since I was a kid, and, and right. I love character actors, which I think he truly is. Like you just you see oh, him yeah. in Harry Potter, you see him in random stuff like um, um, what's the Tom Cruise movie with Emily Blunt? It's like um, Tomorrow Never Dies. No, that's James. Well, it's, 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 okay, so there's it has like two different okay. types. So it's Live Die Repeat Thank and you. Edge of Tomorrow. 
Yes, right. I like live die repeat. I think we should refer yeah. to it as that. That's a good name. Yeah, but, but like he just something... randomly shows up in that. Like he's just everywhere. So I, I just assumed he'd won an Oscar, let alone you know not yeah. been nominated before. I, I don't know if this is his year. Like if we're thinking like career culminating, he gives a fantastic performance. Just the weight yeah. of his fingers alone, not to spoilers, it is good God. <laughs> right, <laughs> was right. Had to bring that something up there. I've never seen before. <laughs> oh. No, he, well, and then it's even with him, like his, uh, someone like, uh, like Barry Kogan that we were talking about that as his moment in like everything. Uh, Brendan Gleeson, also his son, Dominal, like yes. he kind of had a moment where, I mean, and he still is in lots of things, but I, yeah. there was a moment where it felt like he was in literally everything yeah, around when Hawks, like Force Awakens came out and mm -hmm. about time. And there was like three or four other things that were like, all these big things in like the zeitgeist of film, yeah. TV, or whatever. It and was he was in like, the Revenant. Was in everything. Yeah. Yes, he Revenant, was. Revenant, Star it, Wars, yeah. like yeah, he was. He was everywhere, and I was not complaining. Um, Me neither. Yeah, no. As soon as he, as soon as you know he's a Gleason, and that that means that yeah. he came from Brendan Gleason, uh, I was like, okay, well, you get a pass. And he's actually really good. Like no, he was just yeah. in that he Hulu is. show he with um, like Harrell. his own, his own actor. Like he is fantastic yeah he's yeah, really like, good in that hulu it. show with Corel, which i don't know the name of right now uh it just came out this summer it's really good oh the patient that's it yes oh so i need to that. finish i need to finish oh yes oh my god through. like yeah. i was not prepared jay i was not <laughs> I was all not right prepared. i gotta watch it all right yes please do yeah. <laughs> it's incredible but i'm like oh my god why would you play this role i have to hate you for like every hour yeah. <laughs> like why yeah yeah, wild. Like if you look, just like scanning through Brendan Gleeson's career, um, yeah. uh, you know, obviously, and Braveheart isn't even the beginning. Like he, he was. You want to talk about a movie with Tom Cruise? He was in Far and Away. Like that makes uh, sense. So an Irish. It, movie it does. So he had a lot of Irish. Tom things. Cruise is an Irish fella. Right. Oh God. Uh, he was in Michael <laughs> Collins. Uh, oh, that makes Butcher sense. Boy. That's another classic. Uh, Lake Placid. Mission Impossible 2, um, AI, Artificial Intelligence. He was in 28 Days Later, Gangs of New York, Cold mm. Mountain, Troy, The Village. Uh, yeah. You know, and that, all that's before he's even in Harry Potter. And then it just continues, right? He's been in a million things. Like, exactly. He's I, I was shocked everywhere. that this is his first nomination. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was cool to see. I, you know, one of the thing, one of the roles I really liked, uh, or I enjoyed is, <laughs> and I don't even know that it was the performance though. It was great. Was Judd Hirsch, uh, because I like that everyone. It seems not every year, but every once in a while, the Oscars will find a character that is in a movie for five minutes and mm -hmm. gives them. An, and I always enjoy when they pick that one. And it's, it's interesting to see, like, when does a character have, uh, you know, that kind of impact that, like, uh, you could only be in the movie for a few minutes, but you get, so I always enjoy when I see one. I'm like, oh, it's one of these roles. Cool. Yeah. It's kind of like a double-edged sword because, like, you know, I'm kind of snooty. Like, well, he's barely in and he's getting nominated. But it's also kind of interesting because they get one scene, they get one shot to make an impression. And, like, I, I, I kind of like that. I don't know, again, if it's Oscar-worthy, but he definitely makes an impact in The Fablemans. And I also think of, like, other kind of one scene, like, one, like, 
where an actor just comes in and steals a movie for a little bit, like uh, like Christopher Walken in Pulp Fiction comes to mind, or or like right. Gary Oldman in True Romance, uh, like just they just show up and they're like completely catch you off guard, and um, right. so I, I I kind of like appreciate what what this kind of like one scene scene stealing few minutes but at the same time it's like do they i don't know like there should just be like a, a separate oscar category for like scene stealer or something <laughs> right like right 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 well it's interesting because the first actor or well no uh, this is actress but that i remember like a role like that was viola davis in doubt like she's only in oh, it yes. for like very very short amount of time and she was Anne Hathaway in Les Miserables. But, oh, yes. Right. But right. That, that I was like, no, there's no way that she doesn't get something for that because her yeah. role is fantine. Like, no, there is no way she was walking away with an Oscar because that was just, mm-hmm. it was incredible. I, I was, oh, yeah. It doesn't matter how many minutes she was <laughs> that right there. That was an Oscar winning performance. I like mm-hmm. in you know you can't talk me down off of that because no she <laughs> we're not even gonna try <laughs> yeah yeah yes. um as Agreed. far as like yeah no as, so i watched the fablemans today um and me too it's fresh um and i mean <laughs> as far as impact sure it had an impact like on the character but to uh-huh. me it kind of reads as did the academy watch anything else? Like I, and I'm like that's <laughs> right. I'm like I'm saying like okay, so it's a Spielberg movie. We mm-hmm. get he's amazing. We know we all, a lot of us respect Steven Spielberg. We're like yeah, like one of the greatest, right? Right. But like essentially, he's making a film about himself and so (laughs) so you're gonna award the guy who had an influence on little steven spielberg as like a kid you know it's i mean the oscars are very much like as much as we love them are also very self-serving let's just be real oh yes 100 percent i'm like yeah there were so many other roles there were so many other movies that came out that you didn't even like I can I can go a little bit into because I have just one snub that I thought of because I was just like oh yes did you watch this movie though like okay so Jonathan Majors who is one of those I love him in every single film this man is busy um Jonathan Majors who you so any Marvel fans may know he's Kang um Mm -hmm. coming up and everything like that but he was also in the harder they fall um he's also going to be in the new Creed movie yes he is also going to be in ant-man the new ant-man movie and everything yep. was mm-hmm. as king so yeah um he was in a movie called devotion yes. uh, oh i still have black, to see that. Uh, fighter pilot based on the true story yep. um you know and it's just about him and his his um his uh pilot partner um yep. you know and like them going through you know this experience together um in combat and everything like that so there's this whole scene and i don't know if either of you have either of you seen it not yet yeah i've read the book literally in the theaters for a hot minute i mean the disrespect so it's not it's not peacock streaming uh right now so i gotta get to it please go watch because he gives a master class in acting in one scene there is and this man is you know i mean he's one of the main characters right 
Mm-hmm. There's this whole scene where he's like looking at, he's looking, he's looking into a mirror. He's doing this thing. I'm not going to spoil it, but he does this thing where he's like motivating himself because of course he's a black man in a, in a white space. Right. Right. So yep. Like there's just a lot that goes in with that context and the way that he looks like he goes, he goes through like so many emotions in this one scene. And I'm like, so you're telling me that you looked at all these other movies and you didn't even look that way, but you were like, no, let's give it to the man who has like five minutes <laughs> impactful to the character. But as far as mm-hmm. us anywhere here, like I didn't really, and I, I'm saying that as a film. Right. Oh, it was just, I'm like, not nothing for Jonathan Majors. Okay. Yeah. He have a whole, he give a whole masterclass in acting. And I was like, mm-hmm. This man doesn't get recognition, and of course he doesn't. And so many actors, of course. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that, Jackie, because as much as we want to, I guess you know we're all fans of the Oscars. We also need to kind of call them out for their for their, their shit and yes. you know put them to task because we need uh, to talk about they, them. They make tons <laughs> of mistakes, and hopefully they're they're kind of headed in the right direction? Question mark. But that's yeah, definitely the a, question a huge mark, oversight. Asterix. Right. <laughs> ellipses yeah there you go <laughs> you know it's funny like talking about snubs i would even argue even within judd hirsch's movie there are better cat better candidates for this like one paul dano paul dano is oh my god unbelievable yeah. in this movie yeah. i mean if he doesn't play the role how he does the whole conflict in the family, it doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. Like he is what makes it so dramatic. When you're like this man who is clearly like, he knows what's going on, yes. but he's he is pretending not to. And like, he's so right. complex and does it so well. Like yeah. it's- he yeah, has been like, getting slept on. I know, oh, yeah. he totally, he's another guy who's just been around forever, just slowly- you know, chipping away and making his mark. And the scene where he, you know, basically begs his son to make that, uh, that movie uh, of, yeah. of the, of the, vac- yes. oh, the camping trip. Like, like oh. before, he, you know, he's kind of like the, you know, kind of like the, the dad, but he's very like into numbers and he's kind of very, you know, wooden, but not in an acting way. It's just his personality is kind of very right. stoic and closed off, but he opens up because he's trying to cheer up the, his his wife after her, her mom passed away um it just like knocked me out of my seat yeah it, it just like like Heart oh ranging. man and, right and, like and how... very against typecast right like dano is usually like you know I, I think of him like as uh you know we're talking about the batman earlier he was the riddler he he can play a crazy weird villain um, oh yeah here he's just a dad oh my god yes oh yes oh, right my god. <laughs> right yeah what's the one oh, where is it what's the one uh where, where Hugh Jackman and um Terrence Howard like lock him in uh the a, pris- a oh, prisoners? Yes. Oh yeah, that's been a long He's time so creepy since I've in seen that. that. That was a good it's one. It's a strong movie. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, that's a, uh, Denis Villeneuve, one of my Yes. Yes. Denis yep. Yep. One of my guys. yep. Yes, that's a that's one of his films. Oh, I hope he gets yeah. back to that at some point cuz as much as I love Dune and Blade Runner 2040 yeah, go back like, to like other stuff, please. <laughs> I was like, I love. I'm sorry. I'm like, listen, Arrival, Sakari. Yes. Um, yes. you have Blade Runner 2049. You had um, oh my gosh, I'm missing Enemy. Enemy. Right. I have yet to watch Incendies, but like, seriously, that's a good one too. Yeah, everything that he has done, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, no, one yeah. of my favorite, one of yeah. my favorite directors out there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I might also, and tell me. 
if I'm off here, but I, I honestly, if they were going to take a five minute character from Fablemans to give a nod to, I would have rather seen it gone to David Lynch showing up at the end as John Ford. I love that scene. Yes. So I thought that was freaking awesome. So great. Yes. And like that to me was more impactful and remember like Anna it's just the funny greatest knowing... director of all time. And then I'm like, uh, David Lynch. <laughs> right. And it's right. And it's David Lynch. I like that yeah. was so that that had a huge influence on how I was. I mean, I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was uh, you know, a great, uh, much more like endearing that I mm-hmm. expected. Like mm-hmm. it it was good, and I, that was just the perfect ending to it, yes. especially as mm-hmm. <laughs> like David Lynch is John Ford. That was freaking fantastic. So, uh, do you guys have any other any other snubs that did they miss? Who else did the Academy miss? Think anybody? Did we talk about all the nominees? Oh, we can we could still we I think oh, yeah. we I think we did well because we were, well, we talked a little bit about Barry. We didn't go yeah. into full detail. Um, again, Barry's really good at in everything that he does yeah um, i for the longest time did not trust him um because of all the roles he's playing especially right. the killing of a sacred deer i was like no trusted he's a sinister spaghetti him during eternal so that is yeah, yeah. That's a feat man um to be yeah. able to do but he's he's so good at what he does this role i was just like he's like playing the village idiot but like you're right it's endearing but- He's saying, and he's also like saying some wrong stuff. And like, oh man, but like, <laughs> but you right? Yes, you got right. nobody. Like, right. Oh, yeah. I remember there was a there was a time early in the movie, like when he's talking to the sister, yeah, uh, like by the the river or lake there. And I, I remember thinking, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, this guy just does creepy all the time. Like he is yes. just super creepy. All but I think that I loved like by the end, you're like. You're right. Like, yeah, he's creepy and he says stupid things, but yeah. uh, he, you know, he's also a kid. Like, he plays yeah. again. He's like perpetually. I mean, he's. I had to look this up. He's thirty, but I like he's perpetually looks like he's sixteen, yeah. and, and so well, he fits that role really well. And it like it's endearing. Like he's like many of the people in that movie are they're just small town people, and. You know, he wanted to get out. Like he wanted something better for his life, yes. and you know, and it's really sad that honestly, like, oh, like if, yeah. No, go ahead, Mike. I just that I'm like, if I could get a movie where Creepy Barry, uh, <laughs> you know, that you tell me I am going to be really sad when I find out he dies at the end. Like that was like the ending that I was wishing for in Killing of a Sacred Deer, kind of. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. The the thing is, is like, um, I thought the relationship between uh. Barry and Colin Farrell was almost like a facsimile because we don't really get any time in in uh, Banshees with Colin Farrell and um, Brendan Gleeson before things go sour. So it, right. it felt like a facsimile of of their relationship, but just sort of like yes. a, a, a micro one. Like this is sort right. of what their dynamic was, and, and you yeah. can kind of feel even Colin Farrell getting fed up with, with Barry. So, but but again, I don't I don't know if it's Oscar worthy, but I think we're all fans of him and we're excited for him as a young and upcoming actor. Like it's it's great that he gets some notice. Um, but yes. I, I mean I I think you know it, like maybe give him a nomination for killing of a sacred deer oh man, my god oh, i know yeah that cool. was cool <laughs> right. so much oh, and i just wanted to before we go on to actress which i'm excited to talk about um 
Brian Tyree Henry, I've loved him like for so long now. And and I love, we kind of talked about this with Brendan Gleeson as in terms of like character actors. I love these guys. They just show up all over the place. And and Brian is like in, not that I should call him Mr. Henry, but he's in like five, six movies a year. And, and I just can't believe, I just love how, like he'll show up in Child's Play. He'll show up in Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, he's oh, he's like right. all over the place. Yeah. Like he's just every, Brooklyn like he's just a bullet, bullet train. Like he's just all, I, I love actors that just like, you know, maybe he has a great personal life, but I, in my mind, I'm like, he just wants to work. He's out there. He's getting things done. So I, I love that he's getting some recognition. And I, I'm just like, I remember seeing him the first time he, and this is kind of interesting too. Like when an actor registers for you, it was Atlanta for me because mm. I was like, he's so good in that, that I was like, did like Donald Glover just cast like his friend in this role? And then I like look on IMDb, he's been working for years prior to Atlanta. And that was just sort of something that hit. So uh, I just wanted to shout out to him because he's he's one of my favorite up and comers yes. too. Speaking of, yeah. of Barry, yeah. I and I his, yeah, and I thought his performance in Causeway was was great. Solid, yeah. Going back and forth about whether or not like he's kind of just almost like he's kind of just like there to support her. At times though, yes. it was, yeah. like he had his like he was his own person and right. was just there to support her. So I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, I was about to do some calling out there because I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, he's his own person. Um, right, because Lawrence is the lead and he's sort of like, right. is he there to just help her? Like, is he his own entity or is he just there to kind of get her over right. her own trauma? Like, right. I, they maybe do enough. Yeah. Do you think they do enough to sort of cement him as a true character and not just him helping a, a white lady? Yes. Uh, thank you, Jay, for fully calling it out because I was like, <laughs> All right, so yeah. how far in the time? I got the vibe of that, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, because I was sitting there, I'm like, okay, is he just going to be like the helper? Because like, I'm like, if, if that is, then I'm out. Like, right, right. Like a Morgan Freeman-ish role or, yeah. Right. Right, so yeah. Um, But I, I sat there and there is this exchange that they have over at the pool. Yes. Like that, and he's, mm -hmm. well, what did you think? Like, we were just like, both like these kind of like damaged beings we're going to be that together um because and he definitely calls her out right for like yes oh yeah doing what she did and everything like that um and so i'm like okay okay so he is his own person um and i kind of like that they left it i think he does end up helping her they did kind of leave it ambiguous so it's like okay is mm -hmm. he gonna let her move in yeah because she's clearly going through stuff um and just wants to get back to like you know normally, right right but right no he was i think he they they definitely like kind of flirted with that line but ultimately he is his own person. right yeah yeah honestly for me like you know i i think jennifer lawrence is fantastic she's a great actress mm -hmm. and i'll watch anything she's in but I, i'm almost watching it like he was sort of like the main character for me i was so yes. his backstory was so heartbreaking yes. and and just his ability to reach out to her and you know she did need someone like it depends mm -hmm. on like how how you look at it but it, he was never kind of i mean obviously i think as they hung out he was thinking maybe something more romantic but right. he was just like a good guy like you know like hey do you want to go grab a you know she could see someone in pain and he was just trying to mm -hmm. be a be a good right you know a, a helping you're just like a, a friend even potential yeah. friend so yeah. like to me causeway he's he's sort of the guy I, i'm watching more than her so yeah. that's how i've made it okay in my yeah. head to be like is this is this creepy is this weird but hopefully it it, it gets squeaks by yeah it's part yeah. was in the right place 
Hopefully. to be honest, like the yeah. only reason I watched this movie um, was because I knew he was nominated and I wanted to watch it so that I could, you know, check I, out I his didn't performance. Watch it until that, right. And mm-hmm. the, the first five minutes of the movie where she's going through therapy, mm-hmm. like I was almost ready to turn it off mm-hmm. uh, just because, and I, this probably is going to make me sound like a jerk, but I, as much as I, I love the Oscars, but I really hate when it feels like there's movies and roles that people like Oscar bait movies and roles. And, mm-hmm. and there's, there can be a time where it feels like people will take a role for, or a movie will be presented in a way like watch this person suffer really bad. This is going to get us a bunch of awards. And like, yeah. it was so painful to watch at the beginning of it. Uh, you know, which it is like the experience of going through it is, but like, there's just part of it. Like, I don't know if it was being ruined by like tropical thunder, this idea, like we're going to take a good actor and then put them in a role where they are disabled or something. And people in the Academy is going to eat this crap up. So mm-hmm. I like, I get hypercritical at sometimes. I mean, even as you should, even with uh, what I think was a deserving win, uh, you know, and he's a great actor, but I was kind of annoyed with when DiCaprio won for Revenant because I'm like, oh, DiCaprio only wins when we get to we have to watch the suffering. He has to and, suffer the maximum. Right. Yeah. And uh, so I kind of get mad at movies when I feel like. It, like it almost feels manipulative. And I don't know, that stuff was like the vibe that I was getting, whether it's valid or not. And it like so it was him coming into it that I like, OK, I could see like it added depth to the movie it's not just about jennifer lawrence suffering like and... trying to win an oscar even like right right and that's probably not, not fair to her right yeah, at all absolutely. this is my yeah. own stuff coming into it but yeah it's not I... her fault that we've had years of these oscar <laughs> movies traumatizing <laughs> right. us well so okay so on upon watching this movie like i did not get that sense i had heard about causeway um uh-huh. you know and i and I also, like you, wanted to watch, you know, because it was, you know, in, it was one of the movies that was getting nominated and everything like that for right. categories and everything. So um, I had seen reviews about Causeway just out and about on Twitter, as, as I do. Um, mm-hmm. I never really got that feeling um, from this movie. However, um, with, the, with the movies that were nominated, which we will definitely talk about, um, you know, not in this podcast, but another one. Um, best picture. Uh, with the exception of everything, everywhere, all at once, that's all of them. Um, that that's what the Oscars does every single year. Is like mm-hmm. gonna get a war story. We're gonna get a musical, right? That's the only yeah. thing we don't have. This, right. this we're gonna get a Spielberg movie. We're gonna get a Spielberg movie. We're gonna get yeah. someone where it has so like some sort of like either they're they're differently abled. Um, we have someone, you know, in a, like, they, they're, they're, there's also queer baiting, hello, the power of the dog. Um, so there's going to be something like, like those things. Also, you have like, Tar, I think is also like, it it speaks a little bit more to that elitism and everything. Like, there's that whole thing, like a a, woman who is going for a career and there's just all this stuff like you know what i mean right. so yes here's 
there's always that there's this formulaic way of which or how they approach um you know, picking which ones you know are going to be up for us 100 percent. they all have their yeah. little slot like oh we need one of yes. these we need one of these we want there can right. be no and, there can be nothing out of the box this is what it is right so yeah, like i so i definitely hear you mike when you when you say that because that's definitely how yeah. <laughs> that's how right. that's right. over here every yes. year uh, which is like why i wasn't surprised by seeing you know which ones got best picture which ones were nominated and everything into the categories right right you can almost pick it out before the nominations like oh, oh yes, for sure right yeah. for and i'm sure, sure this is um, one that we or that whole concept is something we're going to come to well, again and again as we go through these categories biopics right? is what i forgot as well oh That's yes biopic yes right because we got elvis elvis yeah. is yep. there we'll have to yes. reckon with elvis soon on this on this show anyway think, speaking of elvis do you think no tom hanks is like is tom hanks a snub or a, because his his makeup got recommended we'll talk about that maybe in the makeup yeah, maybe we one. gotta save that but that's like a reverse snub almost like i would be like it's good that he didn't get nominated for good, right. yeah and that well the accent well we could save it for Oof. another time well they're right <laughs> all right so so it sounded like from what we were talking about before um uh, our picks are we all are we in agreement uh, you know i don't even want to say it that way i feel like that's putting words in your mouth so we're in agreement. i think i know where we're going with this <laughs> but agreement. let's let's we're just confirm agreement. what's the our pick who do we want to see win is it kehui kwan kehui kwan were unanimous in this yes yeah hey do we think do we think the oscars will do the right thing though good question yeah what do you guys think do we think that they'll I mean, it all points to you. As far as how the, because uh, I usually follow what all the other awards ceremonies are doing, including the ones mm-hmm. that are not televised. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like the Producers Guild, the Directors Guild, um, and everything like that. Like, so I'm paying attention to all of those, um, and it looks like it's going in his favor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if they don't, like I, I don't know if I think if they don't pick him, they'll pick the seniority. So it could either go to um, Judd and the Fablemans. I don't think that's likely. I think it's more mm-hmm. likely actually to be Brendan Gleason. Yeah, that could be it. That he could hasn't be the won sleeper. one yet, and he's mm-hmm. you know, older. So right, yeah, no, they definitely like kind of like the career achievement, quote unquote. Yes. Like this is how we'll give him his honor. So I, Which I could see it going Oldman. that way. Right, which is yes. how Gary Oldman got his with The Darkest Hour, because I was like, that is not his best performance, but okay. No, no, right. not by... Oh, yeah. oh and Speaking I love Gary of, so much. But I love Gary makeup. too, but I was like, that's the one? That's right. right. Okay. Oh, yes. That's um, interesting. It yeah, could be I'm Brendan, kinda, you're right. I'm nervous now. I, that's yeah. my... That's my... Yeah. I. It seems right, like all the energy is behind Kay, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it's a safe bet. I it seems like with the supporting role nominations and awards, they seem to follow. If feel yeah, it's like usually it's, less I of an like, upset. Yeah, right. I feel yeah. like it's the like the the best actor, best actress, where yes. they'll do a like wild swing, cutthroat. <laughs> right, right. So, but I I do think if it's not if it's not K then I think I, I agree with both of you. I think Brendan Gleeson is probably the yeah. most like, uh, cause I definitely think that he's 
his star is bigger to me than yeah. Judd Hirsch. Yeah. And, it just, and you know, when you look, it's almost one of those things where you could look at Banshees and like, you could make an argument that, oh, well, he's, he's just, you know, he's one of two leads in that movie. I mean, I think he is a supporting actor, but he's such an impact on that role. Uh, you know, that role has such an impact on that movie that I mm-hmm. could see, you know, if it ends up, if Banshees ends up doing a big s- sweep around the Oscars, he yes. could kind of ride that wave. So mm-hmm. we'll see how much they love it. Um, all right, cool. So it sounds, so it sounds like, so we're all calling for, we want Kehui Kwan to win this. We're hoping, yeah. we think the Oscars will. We'll see afterwards what happens. We ready to move on to... Uh, the supporting actresses. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, let's start first with just looking back to last year, 2022. The winner was Ariana Debus from West Side Story. A Spielberg movie. Yep. <laughs> uh, that was one I know I loved her in that movie. I thought she was, she was so great. magnetic and wonderful. Yeah. It's yeah. both of those, uh, Troy and Ariana were two, like they were two of my my picks that I made like who i want to see with so when those happened i was like yes yes like, and she had a great I, speech too. her oscar yes speech yeah. yes yeah, she yeah. did she did so that was a wonderful wonderful appearance um so yeah very happy ariana excited to see you in more things um all right so let's go through our nominees this year first up we have the legend angela bassett nominated Woo. for black panther wakanda forever this is her second nomination her first one was for her unforgettable role as Tina Turner in What's Love Got to Do With It. Uh, mm-hmm. She's been in everything that's wonderful. A lot of movies. Uh, Malcolm yeah. X, Boys in the Hood, uh, with a Waiting to Exhale. I, again, the list could go on and on and on and on. She has had an incredible career, an incredible appearance here. Angela Bassett, uh, a true legend of Hollywood. So wonderful mm-hmm. to see her get recognized. And this is the first nomination for um a marvel movie correct uh yes. or an acting role in a marvel movie i believe uh, i believe uh, i think you're right that rings that's i believe right. so because it's usually oh. technical right right like, right it's all technical it's all technical Never yep. yeah. definitely for a female at least yes yeah. yes mm-hmm. yes so we'll have to look and confirm but i believe um all right next up we have going back to the most popular movie from the supporting actors category and actress, we have Carrie Condon uh, for the Banshees of Inisherin. Uh, this is her first nomination. Um, she has a lot, uh, a lot of experience, clearly a close relationship with Martin McDonough. Um, mm-hmm. I pronounce it in the name, right? Jay, the director. Yes. Um, yes. She's done several plays with him. She was in three billboards um, of Epping, Mississippi. Sounds right. Um, and she actually, Ms. I don't Wait, know Missouri, Missouri. Thank Missouri. you. I just yeah. wrote down three billboards and then was like, I'm going to remember the rest of the name. Now I did. Thanks. Uh, but also fun fact, she is in the MCU. Also, she really? plays the voice of Friday. That's Tony's the like oh, digital, yeah. uh, so, like basically who replaces Jarvis. So right. ah, and this hey, like, who's not in the MCU. I mean, right, right. That should be a but topic we need to talk about. Because the first, I didn't remember her from anything when I saw her in Banshees and I loved her in that role. And so it was yeah, kind of yeah. fun to be like, oh, wait, no, she's, when I was looking at the credits, like, mm-hmm. oh, Homecoming and Endgame and Infinity War. Like, what? Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, more Marvel love. 
Uh, our next nominee is someone that uh, is not in any Marvel movies, I believe. But, yeah, she uh, is. She's she, in Shang-Chi. So she's one of the, she's the friends so when they're at dinner. Oh, wait, but you're probably thinking end? of who I'm not going to. Here, you tell me who the next nominee is that you want to go to. Yes, with. take it. Take oh, I thought you were talking about Steph. I'm sorry. So we were, that was my fault. I was looking at Stephanie, not Jamie, because they're both nominated. Under- <laughs> well, they, uh, right. So what you're getting at here in the actor, supporting actress, actor role, there was lots of love for the Banshees of Inisharan. But in supporting actress, the love is all at everything, everywhere, all at once. We have two yeah. nominees. So the one uh, I was going to mention is, the legendary Jamie Lee Curtis, who yeah. I don't believe she's in any Marvel movies, but I mean, she's been in enough that like, she's basically a superhero. So why not? Right. She's um, a superhero in true lies. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, but then as Jackie was talking about our other nominee from everything, everywhere, all at once is the unforgettable Stephanie Shu. Um, mm-hmm. This is her first nomination. Also, this is the first nomination for Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. That's like so, as shocking as the Brendan Gleeson <laughs> revelation earlier. Yes. I can't yes. believe it. So, uh, so, yep. So we got those two. And the last one was the movie we saw this weekend, Hong Chow from The Whale. Um, who she was also in the first... menu. Yeah. Yep, I, that's yes, actually is. what I was yes. just going to bring up. Jason and I were just talking about the menu with friends today. And I'm like, I have, oh, that is her. That she's so she's very different in that movie than this, but oh, she's so good in both of them with the tortillas. Yeah, that's a that's (laughs) you know what this is. That's a tortilla. Oh, I love her. She is my favorite thing in that movie. She is. Yeah. Oh, so good, so good. Um, and also, so an interesting thing, you know, we talked about a little bit about like uh, some of the diversity in the Oscars. And just an interesting note. So both her and Kehui Kwan, uh, they both or their families are refugees from Vietnam. Wow. I know. I think they both were born. No, he was born in Vietnam and his family is refugees after the war uh, came to America. I think middle school might've been when he came to America uh, she Hong was born in Thailand, I think, in a refugee camp. Wow. But it's kind of interesting to see in both these categories, uh, you know, and just with our country and history, we talk about like war movies and that we have two people who came from families escaping that war. And now mm-hmm. we have two nominated actor and actor and actress. So I thought that was really kind of a cool connection yeah. between the two. But mm-hmm. uh, again, also an unforgettable role here. So uh, what do you think, what do y'all think about the nominees, our supporting actresses? Um, death to the person who made me, or was like, who decided to pin Angela and Stephanie and hung for that matter, like all, th- like, like, and not to like ignore Jamie or Carrie, but I was just like, listen, <laughs> as far as powerhouses go, I'm like, Angela's like it. Like, I'm like, oh my God. But then I'm like, Stephanie did such an amazing job. Like, I was like, she did. dare you? How dare you? <laughs> the same category. Like, it's crazy. Because they're amazing. And I'm like, if you had to tell me who to pick, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. the roles are so very different. But I'm like, mm-hmm. yes, they were incredible. So I don't, oh my God. 
like I ah like it's like like my yeah I'm like the queen of a powerful most powerful nation in the world like her just that alone I right so much and then um Stephanie like (laughs) the um like the 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 versatility like Mm -hmm. you have to have in a role like that right and she Mm -hmm. just knocks it out of the park I was mm-hmm. so, so happy. Like I nearly just like fell out of my seat because I was like, I saw her name come up and I was so happy like for her. Cause I was like, no, she needed to get this nomination as far as who I think will win it. I have no idea, but like either way I'm rooting for personally, I'm rooting for Angela and Stephanie. If Hung also gets it or if she gets it, I, I wouldn't be mad at it either, but this is like, this is a strong, I think it's a strong category. This, oh yeah. yeah to, to me, this might be the strongest category. Like, and you were filled with characters that, uh, like they're such an important part and they, they're, how they perform in their roles is such an important part of their movies. I mean, you can't have Wakanda forever without, you know, Queen Ramonda. Like how she carries that and, you know, what she does. And I mean, everything from just the badassness of that scene at the UN, right? Where they bring in the, the, like, oh my. (laughs) (laughs) But just all the, you know, when she like, then when she's back at like the whole scene, like I've lost everyone. And like, it's, there's so much to it. And like, even I love at the end with like, she comes the flash to Shuri mm-hmm. when she's, you know, you know, when you see her and she's like, show them who you are. And it's just, it's this such like an uplifting. Cause I remember like up to that, man, it felt like really dark and like, good Lord. Like, how are they going to get out of this movie without just like being like, just everybody being damaged and destroyed and like oh, and when uh, it took me a week it. to recover because i saw it twice yeah. and that was my mistake um i was <laughs> <laughs> just such a heavy film yes um, too and so i was like let's watch it again and i was like never <laughs> onto myself uh, yeah but oh uh, you, you she comes onto the screen she starts speaking you immediately feel it in your chest yep even the yep. moments that she's having with shuri just like trying to connect with her daughter right, right. It affects her differently than it did you know with the mocks of course like you have right. mother and son bond but then you have like siblings and that's right just, and then it also it, speaks to the cast and just how how much of a connection they had with chadwick i mean this was this was family to them in him Oh, yeah. yeah. And him not being there, like the vacuum that he leaves, I think, yeah. you know, she does one of the better jobs in terms of like, not that you could ever replace him, but like just yeah. in terms of adding strength and kind of what the whole Wakanda thing is, I, yeah. I think what he kind of exudes, she does for me the, the best job of sort of like, you know, keeping that, you know, tradition of right. uh, alive, basically. So I, yes. she's just so you know, she, to me, she's kind of holds up that movie like she yeah. she's right. like, yes, my son died. Uh, you know, I'm going to shoulder this and get get us and including the movie through it. And, and right. she does it. Mm. Right. It's so right. It it 
powerful, right? And that's and that's I mean that's what we like that. Yes, we (laughs) expect from Angela Bassett, right? Like she's (laughs) had this incredible career. Like we know she's a powerhouse, and and I love that they let her, they give her the opportunity to do that. In the you know it's wonderful and it, and i feel like that's such a theme with i mean going to like carrie condon like having the sister in that movie you know where you start watching banshees and we were kind of talking about this with barry too uh that like oh well this is a movie about these two friends frenemies now but you know her role in it and the journey like one uh like she's kind of she's the the doorway for us to some degree to see like how am i supposed to understand and react to these two and mm-hmm. you know it's kind of through her that you gotta get permission to like okay should i feel bad for this guy mm-hmm. or like do i just know like is he kind of a creep and i'm talking about like colin farrell like is he kind of a creep does he deserve why like mm-hmm. you know colm doesn't you know brendan gleason decides that he doesn't want to be friend so you know she helps us get into that and then she's really the one that carries all the emotional weight while, you know, there's this battle of, of wills and emotion and all that between well, She's the also two. the voice of reason. Uh, right. Yes. Right. And Which a feminine voice. The whole movie yeah. is nothing but like weird, broken masculinity. She's the right. only kind of like beacon of femininity, femininity, sorry, and, and reason. So I, I love that contrast that yeah. she brings to the movie. You, you kind of really need it. And so she, yes. she definitely. Yeah. And I was uh, so rooting for her to like, I'm like, girl, no, you need to go. Yeah, I was there. very yes. happy that she left. Yeah. And Me do too. do your own thing because they're yes. all going to bring you down. You can't just keep doing this. Like I was like, I was really feeling for her in that movie too. She, 100%. Get away. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think similarly, uh, Stephanie Shu in Everything Everywhere All at Once, you know, we talked about Kay. Um, Man, when we get to actress and talk about Michelle, like that's going to be a conversation, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, because these are fantastic performances. And, you know, we talked about how Kay, as the husband, brings this, you know, this other side and this, you know, the whole, the marriage dynamic and, all that stuff that we talked about, like, that's fantastic. But it's so important to also have the daughter in here and see, you know, not the bystander is the wrong, but it's kind of, you know, between the the mother and and father, like, well, where does she sit? You know, she's everything that they're going through, mm-hmm. you know, it, we know as children, like, we are affected by what is happening there. And she, you know, adds to, she just adds so much to, all that's going on between them that Michelle, her character is going through herself. And it's an important, it is. It's, and it's, it's a different type of anchor. I think that it helps kind of ground while she's the one that has to deal with, she gets the fallout from, you know, what is happening with her parents and, you know, so it, it gives us an, just another way to kind of evaluate, you know, what's happening here, who are these characters and all that. And similarly, I, I love, and I think, I think Hong is such a critical character in the whale because mm-hmm. I don't think without her we can we can even come close to like properly assessing or understanding Brendan Fraser's character because it's so hard going in, you know, again a movie and we'll talk about this of course as we get in especially when we get talking about him, but it's mm-hmm. so hard to tell like is this guy selfish? Is he just a jerk? Is like what? And she 
is the window for us mm-hmm. of you know no this is she gives us all the all the background everything else you know we get to see uh, you know otherwise it's like everybody looking at basically looking at Brendan Fraser you know with their own eyes right mm-hmm. and I think what yeah oh I'm sorry Mike I was just gonna say yeah, go ahead. I think kind of what s- sticks out for me uh with her character in the whale is kind of her dichotomy because I think she truly you know loves him the most uh in in his world of with the limited access he has to other people but mm-hmm. but she's also enabling him she's giving him the right. food mm-hmm. so I I kind of love yeah. that that she's sort of like wants him to get better wants him to get help but also is like here's a meatball sandwich so it's, so it's, it's <laughs> right, fascinating right. and that's so human to like you know because I, I don't know I just it, it's kind of I just love like yeah you know characters like that where they're sort of want the best for someone but at the same time they're also enabling this thing that's going to kill them so i just right i, yeah. right. I really liked her character because of that yes mm-hmm. yeah she was so good so it's right it's yeah. so hard like how do you pick oh between uh, them before we pick i also still had i don't know who i would replace oh yeah no no we don't i, I just that men in general like how do you pick but i yeah other thoughts on these actresses these roles so there were performances because i just want to like shed light on these performances as well because i'm like yes please of course it's it's hard um to pick because there were so many great performances uh one in particular i just want to touch on um nicole bahari um so she was in miss juneteenth um she was she played the white robinson um in 42 um she was in this tv show called sleepy hollow um <laughs> that was short-lived um she's oh, what is she in things um but i feel like she's she's constantly someone who's also slept on so she was in this movie called breaking um which was the true story of a, a marine veteran so brian brown easily played by john boyega um who held he he held these bankers or bank tellers um hostage um, and it really like that movie really speaks about just like the hardships that veterans go through and how they're mistreated by our government when, you know, when they, when they come back from serving time, well, serving, you know, in whatever military branch, like just how they're kind of left on their own. Anywho, right. um, but she is one of the bank, she plays one of the bank tellers being held hostage and she's trying to, to really I mean, when you're talking about dichotomy, so she is someone who wants to help, but she's also in fear for her life because this man comes in, she has no idea if he actually has weapons, if he's, you know, if he's going to be necessarily a danger to her, if he wants to harm her, because like the way that he treats her, she almost sees like she can get an out. And this, it's like this role like I was on the edge of my seat for her, just the way in which the she Nicole is so good at being able to ev- evoke so many emotions, and and she does it masterfully. Um, like in, in in a role, you really feel for her, and like she can just like kind of switch on a dime um, when mm-hmm. she needs to, and you felt like you were watching a real person like under this situation. Um, and again, it's. It's one of those performances that I will never forget, um, because I'm just remembering her, her facial expressions, the the tension that you can feel in her voice, 
everything. Like, I don't know if she went back and she like studied or talked to people who were in the situation. And then like, not that I've ever been um, in that situation, thank God. Uh, but like, she really played this part. And I'm like, can we recognize my girl, Nicole? Cause yeah, incredible actress as well. And, and I feel like she doesn't get anything. Um, uh, there's also Tuso Invito. Um, so she was um, in The Woman King and she plays um, oh, yeah. the younger the younger woman who's recruited um, and everything alongside, um, well, under Viola Davis's character. Um, and she gives, I, I mean, either her or Lashana Lynch, I would have easily been like, their perform- performances were, were amazing as well. And, and again, just because I'm like, so mad that the, the woman king didn't get any nominations oh. this year it's just like it's this incredible movie that like defeated all the odds um in terms of like box office and the amount of fighting it took to actually get this movie made right um, and then for it to not get and then just be this incredible movie and then not yeah. any recognition from the academy was just like super sus uh to me and so but I, I wanted to again like bring light to those performances as well yes. if yeah. you if you are able to go and look and, and watch breaking it got a lot of crap from critics i thought really? it was very well done yeah, yeah. i not- like john boyega, boyega a lot so that's why i'm excited and, to see it and i, saw I do too Pen- i can tell you about my obsession with him um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. Um, so, but um, no, I'm I'm sorry. What were you about to say? Someone was about to say something. I just, oh, say I just added that it also has Michael Kenneth Williams, and it had to be one yeah, of his, his last, last film. Oh, really? Yeah. Last role. I, I got to see this. So it, you, it sounds it's fantastic. Sh- show, so. I don't know if anyone has Showtime streaming, but I looked it up. It's on Showtime streaming now. Okay, nice. Okay, nice. good. Yes, definitely go check it out. Um, breaking it, it like it's. I actually saw it the same day as I saw Bullet Train in theaters. Um, it, so they're around the same time. And like I said, oh, okay. it was not in theaters for that long. Um, for another, another snub, uh, not to interrupt you, but uh, yeah. I really liked uh, Kiki Palmer and Nope. I was, oh I was just going to say, Thank you, talking, about, yeah. talking about another movie that got totally... They got totally snubbed in the Oscars. Would she be supporting them or would she be... Oh, she might be lead, actress. right? Yeah, that's Ooh, true. That's and that's tough. the thing. I, I think it's such an ensemble that I, I was thinking supporting, but I, I think she is the lead actress of that movie. Yeah, you're right. Yes, she's the lead actress. And then, of course, um, Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya would be the, the main actor. Right. Like, yeah, no. Oh, my. She was great. Yeah. She, oh, she the, was fantastic. She's yeah. everything she does. But she honestly. was great. I mean, yes, she's, great. She's, she's the best part of the movie. Too. She, she was so, so good. I mean... My entire theater laughed. So, like in the beginning, no, well, towards the beginning, um, when when their horse ghost like starts running towards the lights and everything, yeah, and like Emerald, like he's out there and he's like, okay, what's what's going on? And then you know, like she was like listening to music, and then all of a sudden you hear, where are you going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that when she then when she shows up in the very beginning when she shows up to the um what is like they're doing like or, or going through like the horse training and everything like that. Oh yeah, yep, yep. Um and she gives her like little, you know, we had skin in the game. Like that. Right. I, 
like right so classic like Kiki and she's just oh she's so good and yeah she is yes Jay call it out Jay <laughs> not to this is like a double aside and it, it's um not uh, but anyway she was in another movie this year called Alice um which I did oh, check I out and it was really odd though like so it's it almost has not to spoil anything but I think it's the whole premise of the movie is you know it, it's kind of you the would assume it was yeah like something yeah it was like slavery times but like she um it's like within the first 20 minutes and might also get interested to watch the movie is she you know gets away from you know the plantation and and it's like modern times. Like she just was like, they have, you know, it's a weird okay. creepy old Southern. Yeah. And then like, well, what's cool about it is like she, uh, who picks her up um, is a trucker who's played by Common. And I always love when Common mm. shows up and like <laughs> it, she, she has to get revenge. And it's, it's kind of like, I don't know like how sensitive it is to the whole you know, slavery thing. That's a big deal, but, but it is kind of fascinating. And she does mm. uh, eventually you know, get revenge. So it's a good, it's a good uh, cathartic thing, but it's just so weird. Cause I didn't know where the movie was going. And so when okay. that happened and, and it is early yeah. in the movie, uh, it's just like, Oh, wow. And, she, and again, she's fantastic. Right. And I, I think she adds some credibility or at least some, you know, for something so outlandish and, and, and maybe not, not okay as that premise. Uh, she, she nails it. So I, I love oh, her in is, anything I've seen her in. Okay. This is really, yeah, I remember watching a trailer for it and being like, okay, how are y'all going to make this work? I know it is. Yeah. Uh, as, as, yeah, as like a 40 year old white guy, I, I don't, I don't think I can speak to if, if they nailed it, but um, she, she definitely, uh, if anything yeah. helps ground that, you know, Fantasia, she, she does it. Okay. Right. It's like an yeah. M. Night Shyamalan twist in the middle of, uh, you know, a slavery movie. It's like, okay, you're, you're doing things here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I see, uh, just looking it up on Wikipedia, it says, that uh, her character is inspired by Pam Greer's uh, character in oh, Coffee. Coffee, yes. Okay, so black yes, exploitation. Oh, yeah, well, that? looking yeah. like the yeah. poster looks like a black exploitation yeah. movie. So I, I'm very interested in seeing this thing. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what you two think of it because it's it, it kind of made me feel icky, but also like, I, okay, okay, all right. Because <laughs> again, she's so great. Also, yeah. before we um, stop anything, I do have to, you know, this is like a, 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 you know, 80s kid. I grew up with Jamie Curtis, obviously Halloween, that's obvious, but I think she's so great in trading places. Like that was a big deal movie, oh, yeah. comedy. So that she's, uh, this is again, her first Oscar nomination. I, I adore her. And I honestly think she's so good in everything, everywhere all at once, because she's like, I don't want to get too crazy and say I didn't notice it was Jamie Lee Curtis, but I did not. I didn't it, notice. Okay. I didn't right. realize I like that, that was said her that. And, until the end. And, and I, I guess like, oh, she, yeah, that's she, right. Yeah, like she got some weird, like I don't even know. This is what I've heard from reading up on it. She had like some weird picture of a of a old, uh, you know, seventies tax uh, person doing taxes, and that's where she got her literal her wardrobe matches and hair, <laughs> clothing, everything, and. I, I just was so blown away by, you know, cause I am expecting, you know, I 80 scream queen and then comedy <laughs> and stuff like true lies. Like I've been with yeah. this woman for like decades. And so she 
disappears into this character. I, I was so, you know, I'm not saying it's like Stephanie shoe revelation work, but because I have this relationship with Jamie Lee, I was floored by the performances, the hot dog fingers, like she was going for it in a way I didn't know that she could. So I, I'm really happy she got some acknowledgement here. I, not that I'm saying she needs to win or deserves one, but it, it, the nomination for me is like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel warm and cozy now. I'm going right. to get it. Yeah. My yeah. only counter to that, Jay, would be I wish that if she was going to get a late career nomination, I would have uh, loved to seen it for Knives Out. Because oh, I just, oh, just yeah. remember, yeah. she was so She's good that. in that. Yeah. And like how the character turns once the will gets read. And right. Like, She's having a lot all, of I mean, everyone in that movie, the yeah. performances are freaking mm-hmm. perfect in it. But she is so, so good in it that I would have yep. loved to have seen that be a nomination. Yeah, the SAG Awards have like an ensemble. Obviously, it's sort yeah. of like their best picture. It'd be interesting right. to see Oscar have something similar. Is like a you know an overall ensemble acting uh, right. separate from. I would argue um, instead of an ensemble. So I've been saying this for years. I'm going to keep on preaching it. Um, the two categories that they need to add. I know the Oscars are long enough, but who cares? We're here. Um, yeah, exactly. Best, so best casting director. Casting. Yes. Oh, yes. Right. Casting. casting is a very, very, as we know, is a very yes. important role. Um, because that can either make or break your film. Let's just yep. Honest. Um, also, best stunts. Yes. Oh, yeah. The stunt people yeah. like they need recognition. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, talking yeah. to two guys who do a podcast on martial arts movies. That we're 100% behind that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you're totally right. And I think the casting goes to you're a movie like Knives Out or one we'll talk to, we'll talk about when we get into the writing category, Glass Onion, that, uh, you know, you can if, put these, how you can put these ensembles. And you're right, it's getting the right people in these roles. And, um, you know, there's something there that's an important piece, mm-hmm. you know, and then we admire through these awards, like we're talking about tonight, what these actors and actresses do with that role. But Mm -hmm. there's something, again, that's an important part of the composition of a film, you know, and Mm -hmm. we'll talk, and we talk about a lot of the, like the costumes, the makeup, the set design, the sound, like, and all that stuff we'll get into That's, you know, having the right people in this is such a huge part. And, you know, I don't know. I kind of see it like casting, to some degree, it's like the GM would use a sports analogy and like the NFL gives a GM of the year award. So why can't Oscar, you could do casting yeah. and absolutely stunts. And I and I could see like them being like, well, like for some movies, it, the, the director is like the casting director. But I'm like, OK, but you have a lot of casting directors out there. Right. Yeah. And they need to be recognized. Right, 100%. exactly. Recognizing yeah. like who is good for what role, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. It's such a hard, it's such a hard decision to make. Um, right. I mean, if they have separate screenplay awards and a lot, there's a fair yeah. number of things that are written and directed by. Right. So exactly. you could do the casting. It exactly. could happen. Nice. 100%. I like it. I'm 100% behind that movement. Anyone that listens to that, tell the Academy. We need right. casting. Or just hire exactly. me. 
just hire me and let's just that would be perfect uh, yes exactly we yes. need jackie we like actually that. to run the academy that is Please. my <laughs> <laughs> just as long as you send us invites to the ceremony if we could that'd be cool i don't even need to go to any of the after parties i'm gonna be too tired for any of that don't forget i just want to go yes. to the ceremony I'll stay off. I won't be anywhere near the red carpet. And like, what? No. Ugly enough, the beautiful no. people seemed. I just want to be in a seat somewhere in the back. <laughs> See this? No, happen. I would sit. You know what I would do is like find out who you would be freaked out to sit next to. <laughs> oh, on top of you, like, okay, make sure. <laughs> like that's what I want. It's my dream. I don't need to win an Oscar. I just want to be at the award at like at the awards. Yeah. Um, have my like get a seat get my mom a seat like next to oh. because she oh the, my god she can i be I, on I the other side her, i just want to see her kind of pass out and then <laughs> <laughs> like, that's just my dream it's a dream of mine i have great dream. dreams but there it is uh, yeah, no dream. you have wonderful dreams wonderful yes, i love dreams. that <laughs> uh what do you think you think we're ready to call our picks for this somehow and so. possibly i don't Who, know all right, <laughs> then I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Jay go first. All right, for supporting actress, who is your pick? Who do you think uh, want to see? Well, who do you want to see win this? I I don't feel like this is gonna be a popular thing, but I'm just yeah, I'm a nostalgia person. I I, I would really love to see Jamie Lee Curtis win this again. I don't know if she deserves yeah. it, but I got I got I got baggage, and I I <laughs> loved her forever. So I you love to see who you love, Jay. That's right. But I, yeah. I'd also really want to see Angela Bassett win it. But I'd also, like you said, Stephanie Shu too. Like, there's a lot of quality here. Like, I don't know. Uh, between those three, I would, or obviously Hung Chu as well. <laughs> so basically everyone. Yes, everyone. Whoever, yeah, whoever, right. whoever gets it. Right. Um, <laughs> oh. There's no wrong answer here, hopefully. I know. Are you ready to make your pick or you want me to go first? You go first. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, man, this is really hard. I oh, am yeah. going... So I really want, I really want to see, and I think the person that deserves it the most is Angela, but I think yeah. I'm going to make my pick different just to be different. And I'm going to go with Hung because oh, I yeah. loved her so much in that movie. And I thought that her character allowed us to connect with Brendan Fraser. Uh, like he, she elevated his performance and mm -hmm. she's, just so great also uh you know i like that uh though actually so i feel like sometimes we talk about in hollywood that like it's only the young actresses that get roles even though they're right mostly middle age in this and uh hung is actually the same age as me i'm 43 so or i will be on by the time this comes out it probably will in a couple days uh oh, happy birthday. so i kind of like that i'm like oh you know i'm I'm feeling a little bit old. Not that I, she doesn't look old at all in this, but I kind of no. like the like, all right, middle age, she's doing great. Um, so yeah, this is my outsider. But again, I would love to see Angela win it. So that's who I really hope wins it. But, you know, if I did a pick that wasn't Angela, it would be Hung. None of these feel um, Oscar baity either in terms of, you know, what we no. traditionally think of as like, oh, this supporting it's Judy Dench and it's in the right. Shakespeare movie. Right. Like, like it's kind of all these seem kind of refreshing and, oh. and uh, worthy. Random, random aside. And hopefully this is not interrupty, but buying you an extra minute to consider more Jackie. <laughs> I forgot I was looking this up and I was just going to mention 
uh, real cool aside on the supporting actor, our our man, Brian Tyree Henry. He, uh-huh. back in 2007, was in a Shakespeare in the Park performance of Romeo and Juliet as Tybalt. And I would freaking love to go back to New York, summer of 2007, and see that guy is Tybalt at yeah. Shakespeare in the Park. Like, oh, that had to be freaking incredible. Yeah. So super cool. I guess he was in the, the original Book of Mormon cast too, which really? is interesting. Yeah, he was like the original cast of Book of Mormon with Josh Gad and that That's other gentleman cool. who I like. Nice. I would have loved That's to really see cool. that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So he, he's got some good theater chops. Okay. Very nice. All right. Okay, Jackie, it's time. There's one thing. Put you on the hot spot. This is, okay. <clears throat> I think the Academy, I think the Academy will give it to Angela. Okay. Because of seniority, like they're right. gonna play that, like okay, she's had a career, career again. That's what they're gonna give. Not to say that she isn't deserving, because the queen, my queen, absolutely is. Yeah, like, absolutely. Um, if they do an upset, I would want to see Stephanie get it. Yes. yes. Like if it's sweeping, like if everything everywhere all at once starts winning everything, like it, that could happen. Yeah, I would like because I just would want to see her take it because that role to play that you have to pretty much you're you're playing a ton of different characters all in mm-hmm. one character yeah. like it, that is yeah. so hard to do. It takes years and years and years, like you know, of being an actor to like really hone that, and she does it, and it's flawless. And yes. She's just this force. Um, so I would definitely want to see her as an upset. Um, mm-hmm. but, I, no, but I think they're going to give it to Angela. I hope they give it to Angela. Um, but I will not be mad um, if Stephanie takes it. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, same. I mean, I think, uh, you know, just speaking for myself, I think it's, I don't know that I would have an issue with anybody in the category winning. Um, I, I, I agree with you. I think that Angela is the, the shoe in for the Academy, but I could see, ugh, and this isn't even an intentional pun that if it's not the shoe in, it could be, <laughs> it could oh, be Stephanie shoe. <laughs> oh. uh, okay. But you're right. I could see similar to uh, what we talked about in the supporting or the supporting actor. If uh, we talked about if Banshee started, did a big sweep. I think the one that's most likely to have a sweep is everything everywhere. Because mm-hmm. it's so unique, and mm-hmm. uh, again, it deserves all the flat. We're going to be talking about this repeatedly through a number of categories, sure. and I could see her being the upset. Um, I could like, I uh, I think probably the least likely to win it is Carrie. To me, um, yeah. I think just there's well, actually, I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't if know Banshee's, it could be a Banshee it, sweep. It could, right. but I, I would think Jamie. I'm sorry, Jane. I think Jamie <laughs> I know, I know. might be the least likely. <laughs> yeah, because Carrie's. Yeah, like Banshees. Don't underestimate. Eh, I can't talk anymore. It's 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 late. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, don't don't underestimate Banshees. Um, yeah, no, no. That's I I absolutely love that movie, and I'm excited to talk about it in other categories. Um. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they go. It, it'll be hard to see them go against uh, go against Angela Bassett. 
Um, the uh, honestly, I think the biggest thing that she would have against her is if the Academy the Academy gets uppity about giving an award to a Marvel movie. I could see that being the kind of foolishness that they decide we don't want to give it to. Yeah, she deserves it, but we don't want a Marvel movie winning a, an acting award, I, which I don't think I, I don't think they're in that place, but it just, if the Academy is going to do some foolishness, that seems like right up their alley for something stupid that they would do. Well, so we'll see. let's hopefully Stella gets yeah. her groove back here. And they do the right thing. If... Amazing, amazing. Um, did we leave out any other any other snubs for supporting actress? I think we got a pretty good one. I just want to make sure I didn't gloss over that. So I don't think so. No. All right. So just as a, a review, again, our first episode here. Hope you all have enjoyed listening to this as much as. I really love talking with the two of you. I'm super excited to have a bunch more of these to go through these movies together and look at some of the the performances, the uh, the creation, uh, the technical achievements. This is going to be really fun. Um, so just to review tonight, we talked about supporting actor. We're all on team Kehui Kwan. Uh, we want to see him win. We think he deserves to win. It sounds like our dark horse if the Academy decides to throw a curveball, Brendan Gleeson. So we'll see what happens there. And then in the actress, um, you know, it sounds like we think the Academy will likely go with Angela uh, mm-hmm. as she deserves. She deserves to get those flowers, but they could go Stephanie. Um, and we all like different roles here. Jake on a dark horse bit uh, with yeah. Jamie Lee. Um, yeah. I threw some love to Hong. And Jackie, I was assuming since you were saying that I know you had a really hard time with this. So Angela's your, she's your. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But like I said, I won't be mad if they go with Stephanie. Yeah, she absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, we will see who wins on Academy night. Um, and we'll be back with more soon. Um, Jackie, why don't we just in closing here, let's let the, our audience know where else they can find us and hear us talk about movies uh jackie where if they want to hear more of you who uh, they got to now how do you not want to hear more of jackie uh Absolutely. where can they find you um so our voices project.com slash podcast so that's where our representation in cinema um podcast currently sits again we highlight how uh films portray black brown indigenous people in films um and uh you can also find us well if you go to that website you can also see uh where we are we're on spotify um we're on um oh my gosh what am i trying to say this is on spotify we're google podcast apple Podcasts, um stitcher uh yeah so you can find us there again our voices project.com slash podcast awesome yeah check that out there's some Great episodes, great series. Yeah, um, we talked about Wakanda it. Forever, The Woman King. Um, we did talk about uh, we were mentioning John Boyega before. I, we talked about Tech the Block. Um, yes, oh, yes. Watch, must, must, the, must. The best. Um, yes. And then we will. Yes, we'll have a, a new episode out talking about um, Latino representation and the Ooh. influence of Edward James Almost. 
So, Ooh. oh, sweet. All right. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to hear that. <laughs> Wonderful. So, yeah, check that out. Um, you can find Jay and I. Jay, do you want me to share our? Oh, lead the way, sir. Okay. All right. I don't want to step. I mean, if you want to share our details, I don't want to. You can't on step toe. on my toes. They've been removed. You take it. <laughs> All right. As long as you still have your the Brendan hands Gleason thing instead of hands, I went toes. But <laughs> right. take it away. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so you can find us, Jay and me, uh, and our friends Dom and Matt. Get into the best and worst of martial arts cinema with punches and popcorn you can find us on twitter and instagram at punches and popcorn um and we are uh, just like uh the our voices project um representation and cinema podcast we're available on all your major podcast platforms spotify apple stitcher all that good stuff uh so yeah check us out uh and as i mentioned jackie did an episode with us i think it was our third or fourth episode on the raid that was a blast so absolutely listen to that if you for some insane reason have never seen the raid first go watch the raid it mm-hmm. will be like one of the best 90 minutes that you've ever spent and <laughs> then listen to our podcast <laughs> listen to us talk about how amazing it is how amazing eco uas is and all that good stuff so uh we'll be back soon with more oscar talk and uh yeah we have a lot more exciting movies to go go through so friends appreciate you both being here kind of going on this journey together i'm excited to talk about more this is a blast have a good night